Welcome to The Rose Show. We are your hosts, Lawrence Britton and Jay Green. This is a podcast where we're going to be going into everything related to sport and performance. And we're also going to talk a bit about rowing. South Africa. It brings people together, it breaks Olympics. down barriers. Yeah, right. My passion Winning. to be the best. Being the best is something we strive for. Selfish crucial roles, high fit. Passion. Great. Life. Passion. Fiction. Gold. Ultimate gold. Glory. Relentless training. Pain. Pain. <laughs> Hi, I'm Lawrence. And I'm Jake. And welcome to The Row Show. This is a rowing podcast where we cover everything from local regattas to world-class athletes, giving you the best our sport has to offer. If you're enjoying the show, please share it and let your friends know about it. You can find us wherever you get your podcasts. Also, don't be afraid to leave us a comment or email us at theroshowsa at gmail.com. That's theroshowsa at gmail.com. Everyone watches the Olympics and it's easy to appreciate the level of skill of any athlete competing there, but it is hard to understand the journey each athlete has taken to get there by just watching their final performance. Today we're going to look behind the scenes and try and understand the years of work and dedication, the pain and the hardships an athlete has to endure to have a chance at standing on the greatest sporting stage in the world and a chance for glory. Welcome to The Row Show and thanks very much for tuning in. Today we're going to just uh, go over the what are, we, what are we planning for the season and go through a breakdown of 2017. I think 2017 was a really exciting year for rowing, especially in South Africa. So we're going to go through it, uh, go through some highlights and just explain what we, what we plan for the season. So our year, we, we raced in the fall this year and it was uh, 2017 and it wasn't our best year. I think we were really excited to go into the fall. It was a really cool cool uh, plan and idea in the beginning and we had actually a really awesome season from a vibe point of view i mean i really enjoyed the boat i don't know about you jakey yeah i i really enjoyed the fact that we're bringing four experienced guys together um like lauren said i think it was a bit of a disappointing season but i think if you look at it um in the bigger picture you know world champs was a disappointing result for us without a doubt but everything else uh, we had in the season was really good yeah, sport can be so brutal and if you don't fire on the day then you get um, punished quickly and yeah. I think that's what really happened to us we didn't sync up exactly on, on the day but we had a really good uh, race at Lucerne which was very cool which we'll get into just now so I think let's go back beginning of 2017 and go through some awesome highlights of the year I want to start with my brother's race oh, <laughs> it's a bitter assault for me <laughs> But uh, I really, I think that's, that was a, such a cool start to the season for me. It's something my brothers and I have dreamed about since we, we since my oldest brother started rowing, or since I started rowing, and we realized actually the rowing was in the family, and there were four of us, and we thought, let's, uh, let's do the grand challenge one day together. And I think we, we always knew we would be able to do it, but I think we knew it was going to be really hard to pull off a win there, because yeah. uh, we got some tough, tough competition in there. I mean, it was really, really cool. So I enjoyed that. I think that was a great start for the season for me. Yeah, and uh, more on it, just to give you a view from my point. So they had uh, all of the four Britain brothers, Lawrence, Charles, uh, Matthew, and James. And um, on, the, on the other side of the, of the, of the race, we had Jake, um, Noddy, John, and Leo, who were the opposition. And I had never won a Grand Challenge, so I definitely wanted to win that race. I knew it was awesome that the four of them were in there, but I also... To a certain degree, didn't want them to win because I knew I'd never hear the end of it till the day I die. <laughs> so that was, but it was an awesome race. I think a tight race all the way to the end. Um, yeah, I mean, a very disappointing result to swallow. So I have to win the grand. But I think, you know, you don't often see four brothers uh, getting in a getting in a boat together and winning something like the grand. 
Yeah, so that was a really a really cool start to the season. But uh, then moving on to to rock the boat, it's becoming one of my favorite regattas of the season. It's just really exciting, really like innovative, and and is the racing is always awesome. Except this year, uh, I was in a double with uh, Carl Scumbi, and really cool boat. But we what happened is we made the final with all the eights, and I think for us the schoolboys in the eights raced the the final way better than they raced the heat. So we did the time trial really well got into the final but then the school kids upped their game quite a bit for the for the final and in the race we just got so much damn wash yeah. and that really that really sort of just made the, the the final really hard for us and um and so we went on the podium for that regatta which i was a bit upset about but it still was a really really cool regatta and i mean coast came away with the win there yeah. really showing her early uh, speed in the in in the season so i think that was a really a good nod to to see Okay, wait. We we have someone that is really good for the the rest of the season. And then moving on to the international circuit, I think a, bi- a big highlight would definitely be Lucerne. I think um, we had two senior crews there, the men's four, and um, Kirsten and lightweight single, and both crews came away with a good result. A bit another bitters- bittersweet result from the four, finishing fourth, very very close to to the medals, and. Um, Bit of a like I said, bit of a taste from us, but I think Kirst coming away with a win is is just you know it was was kind of a a show of what's what has what was more to come, and I think you know a great result for Kirst considering how well she's been training this year. Yeah, it was it was really cool to get actually, and I mean that four race for us that's two years in a row that I've come away Lucerne with fourth place, and both of them disgustingly close and if you go and look at uh, the pictures of the finish line the, the photo finish it is horrifically close so that was uh, upsetting but also gave us gave us a bit of purpose for the rest of the season yeah. but um, I want to talk about how amazing South Africa was in the singles yeah, this year I think that it was a phenomenal year in the singles all the way from juniors up to to seniors uh, we had results in the single that I think we what do we, we have five uh, medalist in the singles this year and that's pretty impressive I think let's start with uh, Tabelo uh, he got the bronze at juniors and just really awesome he was finished school so he was training with us in the team and it was really really cool to see him progress through the season and then come away with the result that he was probably looking for yeah I think I think he had a he had a tough regatta he drew interesting thing about um, his regatta he drew the gold and the silver uh, medalist winners in USA and Germany in his heat so he definitely had a, a long road to get to that bronze medal um, but a definite improvement after his double in 2016 um, coming in the B final yeah I mean that was a big a big step up and really exciting to see how he takes it on in under 23s mm-hmm. this year because he's still training and it's going to be be really cool and he's a yeah. big guy so he's got the power and I think maybe he can translate that into his first year of under 23s then next was our other junior, the, the female scholar, Megan Hancock. Uh, she got the silver, which is really, really impressive. Also, a more dominant performance, I think, from Tabello. She, um, she came dominant through her heats, uh, winning her heats, I think, uh, semi-final and quarter-final, and um, was, was within a second of first place. So I think a really good performance from her. Yeah, a really exciting race as well. I enjoyed watching that one. She raced the, the eight in 2016, so a big change going from the eight to the single and really, really exciting to be able to come away with the medal, with a podium spot. Yeah. Now, coming to the under-23 medalists, we had 
Kyle Scunby in the heavyweight men's single who won a silver. I think um, this was a really good year from Kyle and I think he we must be really chuffed with it because in 2016 he came fourth in the double. His first re-entry into South African rowing since juniors. So I think even that was a good result but this year after quite a solid block of training he definitely wanted to come through with a, a dominant uh, regatta. And I think under-23s was his uh, highlight of the year. Coming away with a silver medal, um, very close to first place again, and I think a big prospect to watch going forward. Yeah, that was that was a really cool result for Carl because I think it was it's his first year um, training with the team up in Pretoria, and I think he made huge progress through the year. It was really really cool to to see. And if you go watch his race, um, you must have a look at the Romanian guy that goes out the blocks. <laughs> he he probably should have won the race if he just raced it. A little bit better. I mean, it was the worst race plan I've ever seen yeah. anybody do. He was probably four lengths clear at the one k, and then he was literally just going max, and he got to to about seven hundred to go, and the wheel started to come off, and he didn't even make the podium at the end because he just got rode down by literally everyone in the race. It was it was actually no, quite, was quite awful to watch. <laughs> no, it wasn't great to watch. It's not somewhere where you want to find yourself. But yeah, really cool race from Khan. At one point, I really thought he was going to go for the gold. But uh, that Canadian guy was pretty strong to, mm. to hold him off. Then our other under-23 medalist, Nicole van Veek. Uh, she got a bronze um, in the lightweight women's single. And yeah, also a pretty good race from her. Yeah. I think last uh, in 2016, she got the, the silver. silver medal. So a little bit of a step down, but still really, really good race. And like I think her, she had a really tough regatta. Uh, she struggled, I think, a bit in the early stages, yeah. but then managed to, to really deliver on the final. Yeah, and I also think... Um even though she got a bronze compared to silver, she had a really tough progression to get to the to get to the final. At the semi, she was um, 0.2 of a second off, not making it. So, it's it's almost more impressive this result compared to last year's because she really had to. She had a tough race, and you know if her will, if any inch of her wasn't in it, she wouldn't have been in the A final to begin with. So I think she probably is disappointed, but more telling of who she is as a person, and I think. Going forward, this is definitely someone the coaches want in, in their boats. Yeah, I think it's going to be really exciting to see what happens um, with uh, her and Kirst if yeah. they get in the double this year or whatever. But that's going to be be exciting to, to, to see how that plays out. Also, the other thing about under-23s was everyone that came that went came back saying how disgustingly hot it was. Oh. So I think they really struggled with the temperature and I think that made it quite tricky. And I think they, they were pretty organized when they went there. And they, they managed to, to control that quite well. And you, we know that when it's hot, it makes racing really tough. Yeah. Then our, our crowning moment for the season, I think, is uh, Curse Gold at uh, Lucerne. And then, obviously, at World Champs was amazing. And I think really cool for Kirst. She had a difficult 2016. They didn't come away with the result they wanted at the Olympics. But she came in this year firing, so motivated and trained I think she set the standard on training that I've ever seen. I think she trained the best out of any athlete I've ever seen. Really, really awesome and just textbook final. I think we're going to have her in uh, season in episode two or, or the next episode for us. So we must look out for, for that episode because that's going to be really, really interesting to see how last year went for her and what her plans are for the future. 2017 was also pretty exciting as well because uh, after the Olympics, after Rio, we lost eight athletes out of the 12 athletes that raced at Rio. So there was a big drop off. It was really sad to see the guys go and really left us a bit open for, for 2017. And 
the young bucks really showed their showed their strength. I mean, maybe we didn't come away with the the results we wanted at World Champs at the end of the day, but we had five new faces in the team and everyone really up in their game. And just so exciting to see the potential of the team. I think the year after the games is always a quiet year. It's always there's a lot of change happening in the teams and everyone's just trying to like sort of gather themselves for the next four years. So, and I think we are in a pretty strong place for yeah. the next four years. It's going to be exciting to see how it plays out to uh, world champs and, and Olympic qualification in 2019 and obviously the Olympics in Tokyo 2020. And I think if we look if you look back at the, the previous years after the Olympics, this is definitely the strongest we've ever been. If I remember 2013, we had the Live 4 race again at, at world champs and they came uh, fifth. fifth. And then the pair, Lawrence and Sean, they raced in the B final. If you look at this result in the bigger picture, it's it's a, it's a really good spot to to build this next Olympic campaign off. Cool. So now our next section on the on the show today is going to be just our awards for 2017. I think it's quite a cool thing to get into. We'll do it every year if the podcast goes well, that well. But uh, so it's just our opinion on on the racing that we we watched through the year. And um, so so don't uh, don't get too offended if we don't mention the right people or we didn't. But yeah, we'll just get into it. I think we can start with the, the race of the year. My race of the year, I think I would have a runner-up as my grand challenge with my brothers. I think that was such a cool race, and but I'm very biased about that one, so I'm gonna give that one a punt. And then, but my race of the year, my gold medal goes to the the men's pair from World Champs. If you haven't seen it, really, really go watch that race. It was unbelievable. The Italians went up against the the Kiwis and the um, and the new Kiwi pair and the, the Croatian, the Croatian pair. pair with the the brothers coming from the double. So they are one of the they're probably the most phenomenal athletes at world rowing for 2017. The brothers and that was a new new boat class for them going from the double into the pair. I really secretly I wanted them to win, but it it came down to a massive sprint. The Italians were quite far down. They were almost boxing with the New Zealand guys in the at about 600 to go. And then they just started to step it up and to, they really, it's one of the biggest sprints I've ever seen anyone do. Up at like 45, uh, still long, still rowing really well and just putting the Croatians at a huge pressure. And I think they, they just couldn't answer that question right at the end. And then it was such a cool sprint for the line. So really go watch that race for me. That was the race of the year. I think uh, I agree with Lawrence there. Italian pair, definitely the best race at all champs. And that was um, among many uh, good races and I think if you look at their performance of the season it was a big result considering they didn't race at Lucerne and um, they definitely were coming into the world champs with a lot to prove. I think the Croatian double had a lot of hype around it after the success um, the Croatian pair had a lot of hype around it considering their success in the double so I think a lot of people were looking to see if they would be able to come straight into the pair in 2017 um, post the Kiwi pair era and, and dom- uh, set a new dominant position. However, that didn't happen and the Italians came around with, um, again, like Lawrence said, a massive finish to, to just pip the gold medal. And it's very interesting to see what's going to happen this year. Awesome. Cool. So the next, uh, next award is going to be Club of the Year. And I would say... Look, it's 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 a pretty tough one. I think there's the, all the whole rowing South Africa did exceptionally well and a really mm. cool result. So, but my club of the year, I think, will go to King Edwards. I think they had a flipping awesome season, like really just getting momentum and really proving themselves that they they can they, they can fight with all the big dogs, all the private schools. 
and yeah coming from government school I always like like it when they do well so really really cool and I thought that they had a great season for me I'd actually I'd take Rhodes Rhodes has, has had another good year I think they're building from strength to strength they came made the A final again for Boat Race came second they had a couple of strong individuals in their crews um, Murray and Brad both uh, went to head of the Charles which is a massive prestigious regatta in the world and they came away with the win in the club division so I think it's very telling from Rhodes also great from their coach um, very the strong this, the, did, the did Rhodes make an F final at Boat Race? yeah they did okay so did they beat UCT? I thought UCT had all those cats from the OJ Eagles no the UCT were in the B final Rhodes okay. raced the A final against Tux shoot so yeah big, another big year from Rhodes and I think a club, a rising club in the South African um, environment. I think they just got to get stronger and stronger. Cool. Yeah, that's a, a good pick, man. Good pick. Uh, next one is crew of the year. I think that's that's pretty easy. I think both of us will probably go for Kirst. Yeah, Kirst. She's uh, just really quality performance. Maybe you can't say she's in a crew because it's a single, but yeah, still, uh, still really, really <laughs> phenomenal. The whole season was just pretty textbook. Her, her racing is is amazing go look at her her rowing style is really also textbook so really really impressive from her and we'll hear from her later my next one is is coach of the year yeah um, a you tough go? one that is a very tough one what do you what's your pick you know it's difficult you know you obviously want to give kind of informed choices and holistic choices but i think i will go with rog roger barrow our head coach of south african rowing he's um set up another good year of south african rowing he's been at the helm of Lots of new change and and continuing to fill up a very strong rowing team. Yeah, and he came from being world rowing coach of the year in 2016. Because yeah. uh, so Roger's my pick as well. So I think he just big changes in the team, and I think he managed to carry on the ethos and the the training structure and everything really well into into 2017. So and of course, when you come home with a world championship win, it doesn't get much better than that. There we go. Very very cool. So Rog gets the honorable coach of the year from the row show awesome stuff so moving on to, to 2018 uh, let's uh, chat a little bit about the regattas that we're really looking forward to watching uh, the, with the let's start with the local season obviously um, Buffalo is coming up Rock the Boat is coming up um, all of the and those two are really big uh, big nods to to see what the, the the senior crews and the school kids are producing early in the season and then coming up to, to schools, SA Champs, that's a really big one. I'm really excited for that. Yes, and like Laura said, Rock the Boat and, and Buffalo will see schools and university and clubs all compete in those regattas. And then at, at the schools, SA Champs, you'll see who the dominant force on the schoolboy circuit will be. And also crews will start forming to go to juniors there. So it's going to be an exciting uh, regatta to watch. Yeah, because then we're going to be start to see the the new guys that are coming up, showing their face. That's where people are going to put up their hands and say, "No, actually, I'm a top junior, and I want to go overseas and represent the country." So, I'm looking forward to that. Uh, I know we're going to be dying to watch the eights race. Um, that's always big. It's always going to be tight. Uh, our schools are both doing pretty well at the moment, so that's also also pretty exciting to see. I'm also excited to see the the Coxes Four. I'm glad that that's a new event at Schoolboy Rowing. I think it's a great event. It's one of my favorite boat classes. And also the, the Girls Cox Quad, that's such a tight event and it's going to be very exciting and excited to see. And I think in the women's division, it is the premier event and, you know, women's rowing in South Africa is, is going from strength to strength, especially now that Coast has got a world championship medal, it's really putting our women on the map. 
So it'll be interesting to see what was going to happen there. And then moving forward onwards in March, we're going to see universities compete at the University Sprint Regatta that will be held in the Western Cape. And again, you're going to see very strong cruise forming there, some interesting racing. It's always tight and it's always usually unpredictable. We've both raced yeah. at this event. The, the wind is crazy. I haven't raced at Misfistan, but I raced when we were back at uh, Fundaway. And, <laughs> uh, and that was a, a crazy event, but wow, very cool racing. And I think uh, that's just where, that's where the, the student side or the under-23 side, uh, people start to put up their hands there to say, like, actually, no, I've been training in the off season and I'm coming back stronger and, and faster. So yeah, that's going to be very cool to see. Yeah. And then moving on, uh, April SA champs, we've got, um, all the, the senior races, um, coming up there and that's, that's going to be a humdinger. I think, uh, to see the, the big, uh, the big eights come on the water to see Roger selections sort of starting to take shape for the season to come, um, between the under 23s, the, the seniors, and we'll see some junior crews there starting to race and, and look for spots overseas. Yes, and it's a, it's a penultimate event for the seniors and the club rowers in this country. You'll definitely see some really, really close racing there. And it's also one of the biggest regattas of the year. Lots of support we see down at the River Park Dam. And then that's, that leads towards, like Lauren said, you have a lot of crews starting to take shape for the international season in May. We see a bit of a smaller regatta, but probably the most intense regatta of the season, the selection regatta, where everyone races to see if they're good enough to go overseas. And that's where dreams are made, and it's also where dreams are trashed and broken. <laughs> yeah, so it's going to be, that is an intense regatta to the max. There's not a lot of support uh, everyone's there. No one's no one's there for joy. Everyone's there for business, and uh, it's 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 really intense. Everyone is is heads on the chopping block. You have four chances to race and perform, and make sure that you put your hand up and say that no, you actually you're performing above the rest, and and that you you're ready to go to world champs. You know what regatta is worse than that? The late qualification regatta. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but there isn't a late qualification yeah, regatta <laughs> for this year. But yes, I know that uh, we both raced that late qualification regatta. You've been through, and that's why you had Rio. But I missed it in 2012, and that is the the worst regatta of them all. So I never want to race at that again for sure. Um. So yeah. So after uh, selection regatta, it's onto the the international ser- uh, circuit, and we'll start off with the World Cup series. They um. The World Cup series is a, is a series of three regattas through the year, and you do earn points and 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 that for for winning events. But it's not always. It's more about just racing early in the season, getting some experience, getting some uh, seeing where you are against the other people in the in the world, and and then going on move, taking those results on to to world champs. And we see the in the beginning of June, the first World Cup will be racing in Belgrade in Serbia. Later on in June, same month, we're going to see the second World Cup will be raced in Linz in Austria. And in July, we have the biggest of them all raced in the Holy Grail of rowing, Lake Lucerne in Switzerland. Yeah, the Lake of the Gods. We, we love racing at that place. It is the most amazing rowing venue in the world. That's why there's a World Cup there every single year. It's an event that doesn't really change. And every year, it's just amazing. World records get broken there. The water is always great, the venue is awesome, and it's very, very cool. But uh, moving on, uh, let's talk a bit about juniors. So they race in Rechitsi, Czech Republic. That's from uh, the 8th to the 12th of August. Jake, what do you have to say about Rechitsi? Rechitsi is a great <laughs> place to race. I haven't raced there myself, but I've heard good things about it. Yeah, I raced there in uh, 2009. That was uh, my first under-23s experience, and it's, uh, it's a pretty cool course. 
in the bit of the middle of nowhere in uh, Czech Republic, but it's it's still pretty cool to race there. And I'm excited to see what sort of uh, the future of South African running goes and, and, and which juniors are coming up and, and taking those spots that um, Tubbs and Megan leave open. And then the next tier up, you have the under-23s who will be performing in July in Poznan, Poland. It's going to be, it's always, it's actually always a really big regard of the year. It's the next generation of senior, the next generation of elites, and also sometimes the next generation of Olympic medalists. For South Africa, we had such a strong contingent in 2017. 2018, we'll definitely look to maybe get even more medals this time and build on strong strong performances we had. Yeah, it's going to be really exciting. I love to to watch under-23s. I had such a good time as an under-23, and I always think if I go back and race there again, it would be awesome. But uh, that's not going to happen. (laughs) That's not going to happen, but uh, really, really cool and excited to see what crews uh, Raj chooses for the under-23s. And under-23s, because it's in the the end of July, there's quite a gap from July to September World Champs. So if any of the under-23s make the senior team, It'll be interesting to see if uh, Raj still sends them to under-23s, which will be pretty good for them uh, to get that experience and, and hopefully get those medals, which will be very cool. So then lastly, it's Senior World Champs, and that's from the 9th to the 16th of September in uh, Bulgaria, Plovdiv. Uh, I haven't raced there before, but uh, some of the team will, will have raced there last year at under-23s, and they will probably be in the senior team this year. So very exciting to see how they do. And that's where the, the crews will start to take shape for the, the 2019 qualification gala and the Olympic Games. So uh, exciting to see what, what crews Rodge fields. Yes, and also on the international scene, you always find really strong races there. So many question marks over what we can, what we'll see happening. Will the men's pair events see a new crew become dominant in the Italian men's pair? Will the creation pair come back? Women's sports, a new Olympic class. Australia came away with the 2017 win. This year will just open it up to much more competitors. We'll see if there are any more that will challenge Australia. And I mean, eights, eights are always interesting. I mean, eights, the blue ribbon event for rowing. Great to see races like that. Yeah, so I'm really excited. Like, I love all champs. It's, it's always awesome to see uh, which countries are producing good results and, and which boat classes they're focusing on. And yeah, so really excited for senior world champs. So that's a wrap for our episode one, or episode five, but uh, episode one of 2018. Let us know what you think. Leave us the comments um, and see you on the flip side. And that's all for me from Jake Green, signing off. See you guys next week. Hey, it's Lawrence and Jake again. Uh, Thanks very much for tuning into The Row Show. Remember to send us any ideas that you have on the show, any questions. uh, You can leave your comments below or you can email us at theroshowsa at gmail.com. So just remember it's theroshow with sa at gmail.com. You can also find all the links to any guests or any notes uh, on the show below. And yeah, feel free to leave the comments there. Until next time, we're out. Cheers. Sweet.